0: Hello Savvy Earth Savers and welcome back. Today we're going to look into a quite complicated but really interesting situation. How we choose to end deforestation can impact future emissions. What does that mean? Well, the most recent UN Climate Change Conference COP26, which took place in Glasgow in early November 2021, 141 countries, including Brazil, Canada, China, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Indonesia, Russia, the UK and the US, all signed a pledge to end deforestation across the globe by 2030. The Glasgow Leader's Declaration on Forests and Land Use, which is what the agreement was called, is one of several agreements designed to keep the Paris Agreement's objectives within reach and inextricably ties protecting the world's forests to the fight against climate change. The declaration has been hailed by some as the most significant forest and land use pledges made during the entire conference. However, in a new opinion piece that was published in proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, a researcher called Thomas Gasser and his colleagues pointed out that one crucial detail seems to have been omitted. Will the deforestation it claims to halt be gross or net? Now what does that mean? Gross and net deforestation differ, the researchers explain, because in most countries deforestation and reforestation are continuously happening at the same time. The distinction matters because differing interpretations of how countries can end deforestation significantly impact future carbon dioxide emissions. Put simply, ending gross deforestation would be a major step forward for the climate, but considering only net deforestation could be anecdotal and even detrimental to biodiversity. With that said, the researchers note that it's important to understand that stopping deforestation in 2030 does not mean having zero CO2 emissions in 2030 due to the very complex dynamics of the carbon cycle. So to demonstrate the importance of the distinction between gross and net forest area loss, the researchers developed three scenarios that fulfill the commitment to halt the forest area loss by 2030. In these scenarios, they illustrated a world where gross or net deforestation in these countries that signed the agreement came to a halt by 2030. The first scenario models a situation in which gross deforestation is ended by 2030, while the second explores a world where gross deforestation is reduced, but only to the extent where it matches kind of business as usual. In the final scenario the countries continue with business as usual but simultaneously increase their forest area by developing new plantations to balance the gross losses okay now while all three of these scenarios appear to comply with the declaration authors note that they produce very different net carbon gains showing that the level of emissions reductions if any depends on whether gross or net deforestation is reduced to zero The first scenario sequesters a significant amount of CO2 by 2050, whereas the second one only does half as much, and the last scenario produces pretty much no discernible impact on carbon emissions. The most important takeaway from researchers about this declaration, the Glasgow Leader's Declaration on Forests and Land Use, is that it's too ambiguous. We must therefore monitor the country's actions to see if they actually deliver on the promises or if it's just another set of empty promises. So this is a really interesting concept when we talk about, like, climate change and sustainability is like having actionable goals. We can't just say like we're going to change the world and we're going to stop doing this. We need a really, really clear path and place that people can work to. Otherwise, it doesn't make any difference. Anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting to share with you all. Until next week, bye!